0: This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by EB Games. Support us by buying your video games at EB Games.
1: Oh, we're live right we're now? Like, we're welcome to my basement, everybody! <laughs>
0: hey! Live we TV! <laughs> we need to have like some kind of vaudevillian act, some sort of clown sort of uh, do some oh, jokes and dances it was really, and things. Yeah, I yes. was not
1: prepared for that.
0: No, Hi, we're everyone. live. Josh goes, oh yeah, we're live now. Thanks for that, buddy. We we, we appreciate- also need a Josh Cam.
1: We need a Josh Cam. If we're gonna Cam, do yeah. video,
0: we need a Josh Cam. So somehow we gotta figure that he out. He is
1: a very handsome man. Yes. And the world needs to see it. We
0: have a lot going on this week. We've had a busy week. Marissa? Yeah, kick you know, ass. well,
1: thank you. you so kick do you. Ass. Yeah, we uh yeah, I just squeezed in a little bathroom break before we got in here. So <laughs> it was nice. It was a nice little alone time on We've the had
0: two EP lives. Yeah. And that's kind of relatively new for us. We do our best to have at least one a week. Um, two in a week is quite a bit. And then this, yeah. this is our third live show. Plus we've been uh, doing EP, uh, daily every day and doing some reviews on the run every day and shooting and screening reviews, movies screening and- movies. We saw Captain America. We're going to talk about that. This yep. was sitting on my desk when I got back to the desk and, I and it's very, very cool. I, I, yeah. why don't we just start with this right now? This okay, is, uh, we're, I, this is the Elder oh. Scrolls online collector's edition. We have to be very descriptive. descriptive yeah, people because people might not be
1: watching the video. The, you know,
0: we wow. hear you. Some of you don't like looking at us. We're okay with that. You, some of you just I'm like sorry. to hear it. It's all good. Marissa's is looking very, very lovely today. So uh, you're no, missing I was out. I
1: know. I'm giving you my scrunch face, like
0: scrunch face. Yeah, it's you're right. getting scrunch face. You still right look now great.
1: You're not okay. Still
0: thanks. look great. Thank not you. as great as Scott Jones I know, normally looks. I know.
1: Though. I, it's been yes. tough. It's been it, tough it. stepping into these shoes, I can tell you.
0: <laughs> well, I'm opening the uh, the Elder Scrolls online yep. collector's edition thing here. I'm going to take off this plastic. How can I help I should you? have this done huge, by the way. some tape on this. It is. It's enormous. I should have uh, taken some of the tape massive. off. It's
1: massive. And of course, it's Victor Lucas. He's not going to wreck the box. No,
0: I don't want to wreck the box.
1: Um, oh, I'm wrecking the box. Okay, see, live song. unboxing.
0: Plastic. How do you do this without destroying everything? The, Just look at this art. This is beautiful.
1: That's a gorgeous box. Yes. Right?
0: It's, it's uh, special, these things. These things are made this with... This is
1: really tough to do this the, unboxing. Oh, my God. This oh my. is amazing.
0: <gasps> so I, I have this, uh, this creature. He's a giant creature. Okay, well, we'll start with the art book.
1: Okay, but no uh, one can see the art book. If okay, we have a
0: metal uh, steel case for The Elder Scrolls Online, and it has four DVDs. So, uh, apparently a ton of content. I have not played any of this. We got early uh, media code to be a part of the alphas and the betas. I haven't had any time to look at this. But I will be taking this. this. No, I'll be, I'll be installing oh, that on okay. my Mac tonight. It's also on the Mac, The Elder Scrolls Online. This <laughs> is a big deal. Yeah. Yes. And I got an Imperial Edition exclusive code and uh, a, little, awesome. a little tag for the Evil Within. So, Bethesda is working on a lot more oh, stuff. Oh, God, the map.
1: Of course, the map.
0: We got to have the map. We got to have the map. It'd be so amazing to have the room to post game maps in a house or a, a future huge well, studio my... that some very rich investor is going yeah. to give us all kinds of money to build. It's
1: my next million dollar home, yeah, at just, least. I wa- guess we're in the billion dollar homes now, right? We
0: would walk through. Oh my God, look at this. There's what? layers of stuff. There's like a leather bound oh my God. art that's book the in art here. Book, yeah. Beautiful. I hope this all sounds great to so those of you. Listening to this I mean, on yeah. just audio. Oh, God,
1: that one's a really crunchy one. Look at
0: the plastic kind of ruins the uh, allure, right?
1: It does, yeah. Right, so you, sh- you can tell it's a nice book. Oh, my it's, Lord. It's a leather-bound
0: or <gasps> a, a pleather-lound bound, a bound like uh, um, art book with all kinds of detail about Skyrim. Gorgeous. Look at this. Um, God, it,
1: any kind of Skyrim gorgeous. art book is fantastic. But even wow. the, the guidebooks, the, the guidebooks are... Incredible, too. The,
0: the thing about MMOs is that they're always intimidating as hell because Man. you know it's going to take you forever to see the interesting stuff, mm-hmm. and you know that the idea behind them is to just get you lost and, and you're in this other world forever, Right. and that is incredibly compelling and captivating and, and exciting, mm-hmm. but when we make as many episodes of television and have to review as many things as we're doing, it's also intimidating because it's like, oh, I have to race through right, this thing that you're supposed to savor. You'll
1: get completely lost in the world because yeah. that's just what they provide for you. But especially with something like, if it's if it's made and it has the Elder Scrolls stamp on yeah. it, I already know that I'm going to love it. Yeah. I know that I'm going to get lost in it because I want to get lost in it. That's the
0: difference here, isn't right. it? So they're like Bethesda's, and then, they, I mean, they're coming out from Pete Hines, you know, who we've had on the show and he's, a, you know, he's I've known him forever. He's come out and talked about uh, you know they don't know for sure if they've made the right call yet with the $15 and it's all about whether they've got it per month because it's a, yeah. uh, a subscription based thing. Yeah um i'm not gonna take this out it's yeah, gonna it's take gonna me take for a minute but... but i have this amazing beautiful statue and he's holding a little warrior and it looks like it's made out of Can metal see, but, it, do we know what but class it's not or
1: what faction? i don't oh, okay. i don't
0: know i should know I, I but you know i've been playing infamous and stuff yeah, no, so I, I no no
1: we've been we've been playing a lot i
0: forget of all of these different creatures but he, there's this knight that's looking like he's gonna attack this guy let me walk this up to the camera okay. a little bit yeah. it's Beautiful. It looks like it's bronze, and it's sinewy, and there's skulls on the belt.
1: I feel like it's Christmas a little bit Yeah, today. I
0: love these things, man. Yeah. I mean, this is... You know, like, if we are going to move closer and further into this digital future... Yeah. And I think it's these collector's editions that make the purchase of physical media special, whether it's going to be movies or Blu-ray. Like, that Blade Runner uh, collector's edition, did you ever see that?
1: No, but these are, these are for the people that really enjoy these things and, that that live in these things
0: and hello and you, you yeah do that. I, mean, I know you do that. It's, it's all about physical sort of manifestation <laughs> of the these amazing dreamscapes that these creators built for us and i love this i love yeah. that there's enough care and you know desire to build something
1: there's love there's uh, love here it's love sure.
0: right i mean it is plastic but no, it's still but dope so he's a giant demon
1: I have my uh, Skyrim collector's edition, actually, that I got from Steve yeah. Tilly. Right. Uh, so shout out, Steve Tilly. He's a nice um, man. Uh, he is a nice man. So he gave me the dragon that came with the collector's edition because he wasn't going to display it. Right. But I totally had to display it displayed, I have my dragon. I because, have that, too. That's right? at home. Because it's so nice. Yes. I mean, Alduin, come on. Yes.
0: Yes. Uh, okay. And so what we have here is this, uh, the, this, Are you gonna get this demon guy. Well, I'm going to show him because I can't take it off.
1: Victor is walking up to the camera oh, now. All right. I
0: don't know. Is that even in the light? There it is. You see can that? you see it? The I can't. Thing. I We're can't. We're actually doing some uh, behind-the-scenes making-of stuff on this thing, which we'll be uh, showing to the world.
1: And uh, that we'll is see. totally geeking out, obviously. Yeah, look at that. What? Okay, wait, Vic. I don't so think anybody cool. can hear I'm you because right, you're too
0: dark, low light. He's
1: he was up at the camera. Everyone that's not watching video, he was right. and it's really in this getting black excited thing. about it.
0: Maybe I'll just work on it.
1: Okay. So well, let's there, talk about everything else we did this week. Yeah, what happened this week?
0: It was a well, blur. Well,
1: okay. Um, let yeah, it was a blur. So what did we start with? We okay. So we screened. Oh, do you want to start with Captain America? Should we start with Captain America?
0: Well, today's Captain America Day. We might as well talk about oh it. Oh
1: my God, that is going to sound terrible. Whoever's listening right now, I am. Okay, Vic, stop! Oh my God! Oh no!
0: <laughs> Here's the uh, that the base awful. the base for the uh, the giant creature and is. Uh, the tale for the demon.
1: Okay. there is. Was- this is fantastic.
0: Awesome. Holy smokes.
1: So, so, it's, okay. so tell us some stuff
0: while, <laughs> while I take this out.
1: Holy smokes. Well, uh, I got to sit beside Victor Lucas
0: while right. watching
1: a Marvel movie, and uh, that was an experience. It was an experience. <laughs> Were you watching I, me more I than was, the movie? I actually, the thing is, can we talk about the movie a little bit? Yeah, or of course it's our out. Review is Just don't spoil today. anything. Our review going to air today. I won't yeah. spoil anything. I'll give everyone the Victor Lucas movie theater experience. So uh, you get in and we sat down and we decided that we were going to be healthy and we weren't going to eat any any snacks at all. And then eh. I, and then I look over at Victor Lucas. It's like, oh, are you sure? Maybe we should get popcorn. He's like, okay, you know what? No, it's a superhero movie. We're getting popcorn. It's Captain so we, America. Yeah, Captain America. So get we got America. the popcorn mm-hmm. uh, and it only enhanced our experience. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, but... I thought that I wouldn't love. Um, you watch? I, I thought that I couldn't love a Marvel movie as much as Victor Lucas. Okay. And I thought that he would be very distracting sitting beside me just uh, with the, whoa, oh my God, that's so cool. Just that kind of I've stuff. I've learned how to temper but- that
0: with, with, uh, with hanging out with Scott a little bit. And I try to keep it, because you know I just see him, I feel him rolling his eyes beside me sometimes yeah. when we're watching these movies. Yeah. Especially when I get all misted up and stuff because I'm an emotional guy.
1: Yeah, no, I get emotional as well in movies. But lately for me in theaters, it's been a lot of the eye rolling. Yeah. Um, a lot of it where yeah. I will just hashtag I roll, like that would be my tweet after the movie because I can't even.
0: I'm trying uh, to jam this tail into this know, guy's ass right now. Yeah, it's. It's, it's coming.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, so <coughs> I thought that maybe I would have at least, okay, he dropped the tail. Dropped Victor the Lucas dropped the tail. Dropped the tail. Dropped the tail. Everyone. All I
0: right. thought that
1: I would be eye rolling a little bit uh, more and I, I just didn't have, I didn't have those moments and I was just really, I was really pleased. I was pleased with my movie going experience. Yeah, uh, earlier this week.
0: How are they doing this? How is Marvel doing this consistently? They're not. You know what? They're failing with Agents of Shield, and I tweeted about that last night because we saw. Oh yeah, we you were complaining about yeah, that. Yeah, we saw Cap on Wednesday. Yeah. And Agents of Shield, I got that. caught the latest episode, and it's supposed to be this big crossover episode. And yeah, it kind of alludes to a couple of things that we're gonna that you're gonna see. And you know, do please go see, support amazing works of art like that in the geek sphere. I think this movie going to do pretty well. I think so, but I, yeah. you know, like, Captain America is a tough sell because he's so virtuous. He's so, uh, you know. Well,
1: that is the tough sell. That's the tough sell for me. Yeah. Um, definitely going into anything Captain America because I always thought that just because he's so cookie cutter, like he's such the good boy and I can't. Yeah, he's a I, Dudley I don't Do-right it. in a way, yeah, right? Exactly. You could do it wrong. I get it. You're very American. You love America. Yeah. Go America. Well. That's cool. And that's what I always thought of Captain America because I, I, I never read the comics. So right. to me, he is just the ultimate good boy. Um, I, so just kind of like Superman, Vic cannot get the tail in this thing. It's very get, distracting. I can't get the
0: tail. So and you need
1: to put it down immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: just going to hold the tail. I feel like a failure.
1: No. I ha- Here, can, I, can I I you?
0: have this guy. He's holding, he's holding the, look at how cool that is. He's
1: okay, Vic is that. coming closer to the microphone. I'm close to the camera now. That is awesome. Man. And he left the microphone. He's that saying that's awesome I a lot. I love it.
0: Yeah, they can, they can read my lips. Okay. You guys know what, what it looks like when I say, that is awesome. Yeah, let me see it. I can't do it. I it like needs glue or something. Okay. Oh, but God, you're right. It's frightening. I know, it's so creepy. You're right. Captain America could be so didactic, I think is the is the word. It could just be so on point and he could just be Johnny Virtue and just drive you crazy. Yeah. Which is I think a little uh uh, what, of what has gone wrong with Superman, I, both in the comics and in some of the uh, the, the cinematic interpretations. Movie. That
1: last one is not. Well, no, that one they good. tried
0: to go dark, right? They tried to go melancholy, okay. kind of sad, and I, I liked I liked uh, the take on it, mo- you know, purely from an action packed thing, but it was almost too action packed well, and okay. too maudlin.
1: Well, one thing that I didn't like about that movie, especially, was that there were so many civilians that were just ah. Tossed. They were just tossed away. They were tossed away like Superman. It was like he didn't care. He didn't seem to notice that all these civilians were dying. All these buildings were getting destroyed. And that's something that I loved about this movie, Captain America, where there was a conscious effort to actually make sure civilians weren't being damaged or buildings around them and and people weren't dying in these buildings getting destroyed everywhere. That's so distracting.
0: Well, agreed around the civilian casualties with Man of Steel. That was the movie, though, that... And I, we've talked about that movie to death, but it, that was the movie that he wasn't Superman, and this was the formation of this guy actually saying, "Okay, now I I have a responsibility," and that was how uh, they could justify all of the violence and the casualties and all of that stuff. I'm. I, it's not necessarily the tone of the character previously, like yeah. the, what we've seen from the character, but it. Uh, it was still very, very fun for me to see that movie, but well, Captain America is a whole other thing because yeah. there's a there's a an emotional truth to it that is right in line with the the the, the sort of tone that the comics have always created. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also an intellectual truth to it, which is a really surprising element here. There's a lot of intrigue, there's a lot of uh, espionage, there's a lot of subterfuge, a lot of uh, topical kind of commentary on how spy organizations are. Is uh, sort of in conflict with each other, and nobody knows who to trust yeah. at all. And yeah. um, and then you, it was fused with uh, unbelievable action sequences that made it feel like a like a like a James Bond or a, a Jason Bourne type of experience. I know.
1: I know. I, we talk about it in a review. Yeah. Um But the whole every every action scene that happened didn't. Didn't ever bore me because yeah. that happens to me a lot in these movies as well, where it'll just be one scene after another after another with just a lot of stuff happening. There's stuff getting destroyed and people fighting, and that does happen here. Yeah. But it was never th- there was never a moment where I felt like, hey, that's enough.
0: You uh, felt, enough, you yeah. know what it was? There was real jeopardy, and the yeah. and the enemies were uh, they had teeth, e- even though this was comic booky and there's a little um, uh, campiness to some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's hard not to. Uh, I mean cuz they can't go too far even though yeah. there's gun violence and people are shooting which is I have a little bit of an aversion that that's a part of the storytelling.
1: Yeah, there is a uh, in, lot of that. In
0: in this space but that's the way Marvel set it up it it sort of grounds it in a reality but it because it's grounded in reality it doesn't really fly like the rest of the superhero mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh but somehow they avoid the pitfalls of all, everywhere that this could be could go wrong. It's not too much you know, focused on gun violence. It's yeah. not too much a spy thing. It's not too much of a superhero yes. thing.
1: And there's not too much of the banter back and forth yes. between all the characters. They all have very real moments with one another, which mm-hmm. is really nice. They never sat with something for too long, Yeah, which is, God, it's so refreshing. It it's was recession.
0: restrained, right? Yes. You know, all this, the interplay between Falcon and Cap was like, wow, this they're actually building a, a friendship.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like you felt it, you really believed yeah. that they were friends. And everyone in the movie made me feel like they were really that person. Yeah. That was really Captain America. That was really Black Widow. That was really Falcon. Yeah, and so, I did I bought it.
0: So definitely see that. Now Agents of Shield I, Holy shit, do they just talk in that show. <laughs> God, man. Yeah, na- I, like, I, I had Captain America echoing through my mind. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, I, well, I'm in Marvel. I, yeah, I even played a little Lego Marvel last night because I've got the, the fever. I got the fever for more Marvel. And I can't believe that we don't have an awesome Captain America game to play. We have this fucking uh ipad well, there's game there's a game
1: loft game i know that you i can't can believe load. that's
0: what we have like like yeah. why isn't activision working with marvel to re-release marvel ultimate alliance or something for the vita i, I <laughs> cannot believe really,
1: i mean aren't you kind of scared of superhero no. video games no
0: i want you're not, lots of not, well okay. listen we're playing infamous and that's a yeah. fantastic game but that's i want true. marvel quality games I, I, that are marvel characters with that kind of quality mm-hmm. in video games why can't i be captain america in an inf- infamous sized tri
1: try try tri-
0: tri- 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 Sure, that escalon a escalon sure that that sounds tri- like a good tri- word. Triscolon? Like complicated word it's fine. but you know i'd like to be able to have like a But like, not i like the lego universe it's great but yeah. h- how about not the lego how about a little bit more photo Infamous caliber, go anywhere you want, but you're Captain America and, and the Falcon. There Look, a- I'm designing your game for you, game industry. Why, why there, don't we have that? There you that?
1: go. Victor Lucas notes uh, there was a there was a Captain America game that came out with the first movie. I Do liked you remember that? I liked it. Yeah. So there was, I guess, there was that ball
0: dropped. So I'm pissed okay. off about that, but okay. I'm also <laughs> pissed off about Agents of Shield, um, <laughs> which you know maybe in another time would be, I mean, that's the thing about the show. It feels dated. Mm-hmm. It feels like an old show. Okay. It feels like an old Hollywood, uh, you know, uh, almost like, uh, who was the Stephen J. Canal type, uh, you know, out by the paid by the numbers, kind of scripted show that they would pop out every week. That's
1: really disappointing.
0: And it also doesn't feel like the superheroes that Ooh. they're putting us on, on screen, you know? So you see cap and then you watch the, the sort of bookended cap, Slight illusions that they have in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: So, wait, is Chris Evans in the show? No. Oh.
0: I mean, that's the fucking problem is oh, like, you want okay. these guys to make. They're just talked about. All this show is.
1: It's just people talking. Yeah. Oh, no. It's just like two
0: people talking to two people, then oh, it's one wow. person talking so to another you person. A lot of that. Like and there's like just, a person over a computer, and then they're like analyzing blood, and it's just like, come
1: on. Yeah, that's frustrating. It's they're, like, move. Yeah, we have, Well, we had a lot of that today too because we saw draft day. Yeah, but I guess we can't really talk about that either. No,
0: not yet. But, but I, a no, it's so that too. so boring. Yeah. And and yeah, it'll be. I'm interested to see what they do post because next week is the the other bracket on this Captain America connection. Okay. So a lot of stuff goes down in Captain America, which is the opposite of Agents of Shield. Right.
1: So are you saying people should tune in to Agents of Shield? I, I mean,
0: I'm I like I've watched every goddamn episode. So Hoping I'm invested something? in this thing. So I'm like <laughs> I have to finish the season, but it's so boring. It, like even Arrow, <laughs> when you, you compare those two, yeah, there's lots of people talking Arrow and they can't just spend all their money on action pieces and no. people flying and jumping and fighting and stuff, but That has way more animation and much more heart and Mm -hmm. the comedy hits better and the characters are more interesting and it just feels more grounded and real and not everybody is beautifully lit and it just feels like they're so fastidious in making these... These talking shots look amazing in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like they're trying to like be a commercial for something. And, and, and well, they're, they're being commercial for themselves. Anything. They want
1: people to watch, but yeah. you're not happy. No,
0: I'm well, not if happy. Well, Victor
1: Lucas is not happy with it. I don't think that anyone else would be. Well,
0: especially I'm not happy after... Captain America. Watching Captain America, Which yeah. sets a bar like that. Right, but yeah. you're
1: also heavily into Arrow. Yes. Which is another drama. And we got to actually meet Manu Bennett. Yeah. And that was kind of cool. He's a really cool guy. You had met him previously.
0: I ran into him. Uh, he's been on the show. He's been interviewed on Red Carpets, I think, for Spartacus and stuff like that. So we actually have, you know, if you look through the EPN site and you search yeah. Manu Bennett, he's been, he's been in the shows before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I ran into him for the first time on the Red Carpet line at uh, the 75th anniversary thing at, that Warner Brothers put on at Comic-Con last year okay. for Superman. Yeah. And I met Henry Cavill there. I was pretty cool. He's I, out, I, I couldn't I couldn't believe it. It was like lots of DC people too. Uh, it was it was awesome. But uh, I uh, met him there. It was cool. He had he had insightful things to say. The thing about this guy is like, he just looks like just muscle. Like he's just like going to crush he you. Does,
1: but he has a soft, gentle side. He used to be a dancer. Yeah. He used to be a ballet dancer and he chose doing Swan Lake over playing for the national rugby team or the step below that in the national team. But yeah. He he chose to do Swan Lake. That's what impressed like, isn't me. That's so cool.
0: That's what impressed me about talking with him. We got, we got had him in for EP live. We learned
1: but so much about him. Yeah,
0: and he's really um, a thoughtful, insightful person. You know, he and is. he's an artist, and he's wanting to build, you know, terrific stuff. And I, the thing that he and I said this in the interview, and I'm sure I made him uncomfortable because I like I'm a fan <laughs> of the show, and I'm a fan of his, but like he really makes a difference on that show. And they were mm-hmm. so shrewd to cast him, and he had a great story about it being cast, cast yeah. uh, but uh, it, was, it was awesome to run into him and to have him be, And and like, I was excited to have him here, but he way exceeded my hopes and expectations for how the interview would go. He was so great.
1: Right. Well, he yeah. seemed really quiet when he walked in at first, and yeah. I wasn't sure how it was going to go. And then uh, I just, because I like to know what they're cool with talking about. Can yep. we talk about this? And he's like, it's fine. Just ask me. Just ask me later. I want it to be organic. Yeah. He speaks, obviously, a better accent than I yeah. can possibly do. I love it, his raspy Yeah, his raspy voice. Yeah, New yeah, Zealand. Just whatever. Yeah, he's, if he just watches whatever. this, he's going like, to punch can we, me. Can we talk about the pavlova? Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Talk
0: about the pavlova. <laughs> <laughs> I just his raspy He was
1: very cool. He's a very so cool good. And he's
0: so good as Deathstroke. So damn good. And then we're, we were just shooting in the park, and we ran into the, the woman that plays Felicity, and I totally <laughs> geeked out. And such a nerd, I didn't even introduce I didn't even myself. Know what to say. I
1: was just, I've hey, we just had Manu
0: on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, you're awesome. I was such I've a nerd. I never seen. Oh we did like God. that before. I've I didn't never didn't even say what it. who we were or what just, our show yeah. was. <laughs> 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 I'm terrible. I'm such a nerd. No,
1: it was really sweet. That's though. Uh, Emily nice.
0: uh, Bet. Emily, uh, sorry, I I know her as Felicity Smoke because I'm such a geek, but I have her name on my phone here.
1: No, but it was nice. You gave her a shout out anyway. Yeah, she's awesome too. Emily
0: Bett Rickards. Emily Bett Rickards. Yeah. um, Who is totally underappreciated on the show. She is the comic relief and the intelligent. Uh, she's us she's almost like the Han Solo character on the show because she's watching all these people just kick ass all over the place she's like oh really you can do that too
1: well I, I just started watching yep. Arrow and I know she did make an appearance she's the one that wears the glasses and yes the, okay so yep. I just saw a brief moment of her when well, she her- gets the scoop on um his mom
0: yes and what happens okay. with her character from season one to season two is that she becomes uh, you know integral to the success of these guys as crime fighters and breaking down things. And and uh, I think they didn't know. I think that's the thing with serious TV is they don't know, like they take, they place these bets and they don't know how people are going to do or how in, people yeah. are going to connect with the audience or whatever. But I, I think everybody loved what she was doing and she has become central. She's really, wow. really valuable on the show. And just okay. watch as you, because you're only in the first season, watch yeah. it as the episodes go on, her comic timing, her uh, ability to kind of, um you know connect the dots and say really cool little wise cracky things that are smart and insightful I and love they, that. she's great she's a really important character and she does a great job you know Okay
1: so we're highly make- recommending Arrow Yes We're highly recommending Captain America yep. not recommending Agents of SHIELD No and now I, I
0: can't believe this universe that we live in. I can't believe that there are <laughs> I know all we're these shows. About it. I, and fl- the Flash is going to be a TV show, and we've got Guardians of the Galaxy, which the, the newer trailer and the little teases and yeah, stuff like that—they're starting to get a bit too. better. Uh, I'm still a little wary. Like I, I, if Marvel pulls off Guardians of the Galaxy, I will be very impressed. But uh, this. And we've got it, Gotham launching this fall, and Constantine is but coming. I don't,
1: I don't know about the whole DC thing, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if the whole Superman, like, I don't. I'm, I'm a little concerned. I'm mm-hmm. a little concerned. I don't want them to pull Wonder Woman into this, and they're gonna totally just f it up. And I, I feel like it's gonna happen. and I'm gonna be really upset. So, I, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. For Marvel to set the bar this high, how can we?
0: I, I'm just, you know. I, I talked to, uh, I sound like a name dropper, but I was at Comic Con and I talked to Jeff Johns. I was on a panel with him, you know, okay. like, so I talked it's to him. It's
1: fair. You're allowed he's to say a, that. He's
0: a wicked guy. Uh-huh. And he's running the, uh, from the comic book side, he's running the entertainment sort of uh, alliances across games and TV and movies and all that stuff. And I talked to him about Green Lantern, which I hate. That's a terrible movie. Awful movie. T- awful. I and not even th- get it gets worse and worse the more that you see it. <laughs>
1: Why that's, would you watch it again?
0: <laughs> I bought the damn Blu-ray. I own the Blu-ray. Why would that's that? why I asked people on Twitter the other day to tweet the most embarrassing DVD. Because I have a lot of embarrassing DVDs and Blu-rays. I, and have,
1: I, I have Looper. That's an embarrassing movie. What?
0: That's an incredible movie. No.
1: Oh, no. No, sorry. Not Looper. What? I like the... Looper. Jumper. Jumper. That's the one. That Looper is was... amazing. Jumper, not.
0: Doug Liman directed Jumper. I don't like Jumper. Doug, Doug Liman is going to direct the, the, the new Splinter Cell movie.
1: Okay, well, I hope it's better but than he, jumper. You know what he. he, that was not he
0: good. Doug Lyman, I'll tell you something about him. This guy directed Swingers.
1: And, okay, Swingers is good.
0: And Go and right. The Born Identity. Now, think about those three movies and think about how most directors chart their career. You didn't like The Born Identity?
1: No, Born Identity is good. Yeah. I'm just making that face because now we just saw a movie with, that Ivan Reitman made.
0: Oh, yeah, and but that- this is, he's still. Yeah, Ivan Reitman and no offense to him, but he's had a big chunk okay. of his career in his rear view. He's done lots of great pictures along the way. Lyman's still on the way up. And there, there are very few directors that can jump from genre to genre like that and deliver solid movies on okay. a consistent level. He's under the radar too. Not everybody knows who this guy is, but he is amazing. And he is so, such a strong storyteller, a good, you know, he's, he's like a Soderbergh uh, in, a, in a lot of ways. And he can jump from indie, and he can jump to these bigger picture. I'm so excited that he's running with uh, Splinter Cell.
1: Okay, I, no, I I, I think I that's amazing. To be good.
0: And Tom Hardy's going to be yes, Sam Fisher. Yes, I think
1: he will be fantastic at it. But the guy that plays Arrow, yeah. I think, would also be a good Sam Fisher.
0: Stephen Amell. I think Amell. he's he's a good Arrow. He's a good Arrow. I, yeah, I think he should be Green Arrow for a long time. He kind of
1: like Sam Fisher a little bit.
0: Sure. In, well, in my opinion. Okay, so what, what were we talking about before we jumped? I don't Doug remember.
1: Lyman? i
0: don't know <laughs> oh we have questions josh <laughs> okay. has questions okay all right cool so, uh, we need more uh, coffee
1: sorry yeah uh, yeah ryan uh i don't know how to pronounce his last name so mm-hmm. okay. i gonna try brought uh, bought a lot of ps4 and second son last friday almost done uh, uh
0: what other ps4 games should i get at? uh until watchdogs drops like killzone or knack uh, i loved killzone i uh I, I loved to an eight point five, so it's not my favorite thing. But I, I, um, I pl- I'm playing it again, and it's a really but polished it's, shooter. It's I just a shooter, it but it's a, a sci-fi do want, shooter. Do you
1: want a shooter? It is polished. Yeah, that's for sure. And I mean, Knack is not. I had fun with Knack, mm-hmm. definitely. But there was nothing about it that made me want to go back to it. Or after next I was, gen after I just finished playing, and it and it doesn't feel like it's next gen at all. Yeah. So. I'm assuming you also have a PS3. I'm assuming you still have your oh, well, other consoles. Give, that you're... give
0: them two, two PS4 no, games you've played. None?
1: I, I don't go to my PS4. for. I just went to Infamous, and that was it. And it's. Sh- I shut it back down. Wow, okay. Infamous, and I shut it back down. And now MLB The Show, 14 The Show, is, is an out for PS3 right. and Vita. So it, we have to wait a little bit while longer for the PS4 version. So, I mean, until I get the PS4 version of that, all right. that's when I'll put it
0: in. I, I'll give you three PS4 Holy games. Smokes. All right? Need for Speed Rivals is fantastic. Okay. Tons of fun. Assassin's Creed 4 on the PS4. Absolutely beautiful. You can play it on the PS3, but he's yeah. wants, he wants to blow off his new machine. Okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, get PlayStation Plus so you can get Mercenary Kings and you can get Outlast and there's a few other uh, uh, free games. Resogun's awesome.
1: Yes, this, um, the PlayStation Plus service is definitely worth it. Yeah, That's and there's a,
0: there's a few of those. But then the, uh, the other... One that I play a lot is Lego Marvel. I go back to that all the time. It's massive. It's okay. huge. It's so, not. It's not perfect because there's still that Lego clumsiness. But it's so cool. They did a great job with that title. Does
1: that help? I don't. There's some games. There's some okay, good stuff sure. right there. I mean, it's it's really it really just is. We infamous. need more. For, for me, it's it's just infamous and MLB 14. The show. Uh, when it happens. But I think we, we just need to wait. We're, we need more. We need to wait for more We things. definitely need yeah. more. Yeah. What, do you have more questions? I have one more. Oh. Name, uh, Ryan, said it. Ryan! Did you we guys repeat it after I said. it. So okay, sure. It? Oh, oh, right, okay. Sorry, sorry.
0: sorry about that, guys. Uh, with Arkham Knight
1: being Rocksteady's last Batman game, should they expand the Arkhamverse? Maybe a game centered around... Uh, what? It? Yeah. A game centered around Nightwing, Green Arrow, like the Arrow TV show. Okay. Uh, so question. can I get his name? Yeah. Let's see if
0: I can get his name. It's
1: Bro...
0: Good question. It's uh, Ryan. Brodowski. Ryan Brodowski is asking if uh, once Rocksteady closes down uh, Arkham um, Knight, and they say that this is their last Batman game, which I think probably suggests that they might be working on Justice League stuff um, going to the future. And I don't know. I I, I haven't really. I, and I, even if I did know, I couldn't break any NDAs or anything like that. But the... Uh, should they move on to more and include it? I think what they're going to do is they're going to probably, um, uh, they're going to probably hibernate the Arkham brand. I think that they're going to probably start to think about, uh, whole cities or, or, uh, uh, you know, a larger kind of world. I think they're going to get into being able to maneuver around inside of a larger city with Arkham Knight and then okay. escalate from there and get more characters involved. Warner brothers is definitely invested in a lot more superhero video games of that caliber and Rocksteady, um, my guess is, is that they've proven themselves as a Warner Brothers studio. Yes. And and uh, I think they probably hold the keys on what they want to do for their next game. Mm. And it, they may want to take a break from superhero stuff for their next one and then come back to superhero stuff. But I think Arkham is going to be hibernated and then between Montreal and... Uh, um, possibly the Seattle studios and stuff there. We're going to see more superhero things, but I think we're going to get into justice league. I think we're going to see uh suicide squad. I think it's going to splinter off. It's more, we won't constantly be seeing the Arkham brand out there forever. Are you
1: not, do you not feel like it's becoming a bit too oversaturated with all of this?
0: No, only in that, you know, the wait for great Batman stuff was so long before this. Yeah. And, um, you know and people like listen I, i'm a batman consumer that has mm. loved reading monthly comics really books I knew and, it, yeah. and i have like 200 batman action figures so oh y- you know God. to have 5 Great Batman games or six great Batman games. Not too many Batman g- games for me, you know. Right. Like that's fine. They and there's enough stories. There's enough. I'm this, he's a 75 year old character with all kinds of different permutations and all kinds of different iterations. Uh, y- you know, they could make a 40 style Batman game. They could they do totally some. Could. Yeah, they could totally do what uh, what they did with Shattered Dimensions with the Spider Man thing. They could have yeah. you know Batman through the eras. They could do an Elseworlds kind of thing. They could make a, a Batman Gothic by Gaslight just
1: come to Victor Lucas for your ideas there's
0: lots of ways in with that thing so yeah I'm a Batman Beyond game would be great a future take version on Batman there's actually rumors (laughs) we're gonna hijack the Batman (laughs) podcast there's actually rumors that uh, they're gonna go Batman Beyond with the style of um, Batman versus Superman which would put him in black and red so that costume would be this would be the first and this might happen I think that he's gonna have armor And it might be the black and red kind of vibe that kind of sets up a Batman Beyond kind of thing.
1: Are you going to do the whole, uh, because um, what is the game? Arkham, what is getting ported now? Blackgate. Blackgate is getting ported. Yeah. But you have to sign up for the Warner Brothers something. You have to sign up for something to get the Batman Year Zero suit. Yes. So is that something that you do? I'm already, or? I'm
0: in. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, if there's, so I, no problem. I don't, I, you know, I don't always have time to go back and play all of these things with the different suits, yeah. but I sign up for everything. Absolutely. I've downloaded <laughs> all of the, all the iOS things that unlock, the, you know, I think Warner Brothers is doing this very smart, you know, like I'm a collector of this stuff and they've created this digital collection, even their free uh, Injustice game and their free Batman fighting. That they're was pretty, cool, yeah. They're pretty good, you know? They they're,
1: were pretty good for They're a free doing game. a good job. Warner Brothers is doing a good job. No, no, you're right. I'm not going to. No, you're right. I mean, honestly. Good games. I enjoyed Blackgate.
0: And in the face of I these other huge companies, these Ubisofts and Activisions and EAs, Warner Brothers has really invested and brought some some great titles. The Lego games, yeah. the new Shadow of uh, Mordor looks cool. Yes, you know, I, I I'm excited with what they've got coming up.
1: I know you're excited because you love Batman mm-hmm. and you love superheroes. I get yeah. all of that, and yeah. we got to see a superhero movie this week, <laughs> and you're just running on all of that yeah, because we do a lot. And I and I just wondering how you have all this energy and I, I wonder if it's because you are, like you you feel like maybe you are a superhero in some way. <laughs> Do you, are you channeling that? No,
0: you know what it is? It's uh, I, I, like I think back to being a teenager and uh, having a paper route and spending all of my money on this stuff yeah. and just soaking up this world and learning about these different universes and buying video games and it feels like, and honestly, like I say this all the time with with Scott, it's just like it's like someone reached into my mind and said, okay, well, we're going to make a world where that entertainment is just constantly coming out. But now they're big budget movies and they're huge <laughs> video games. And and it blows me away. I can't believe, like, the day that that Star Wars announcement came out and we got the report on it on EP, that was unbelievable. Like, Star Wars was the, the, the beginning of this for me. That was like, I saw that movie. I was like, I don't know how old I was. I was like seven or eight or whatever. And I I saw the movie and I loved R2-D2 and I was bouncing on the walk home with my mom. And I was like, I want to do that. I want to be in that thing. And now that's the world that I get to report on. And like Amy Hennig was just uh, announced as yes. the new creative director at, on Star Wars. Very and
1: talented lady. I'm
0: very talented. I'm, I've known Amy for, for years, and I know that that's how she feels.
1: Yeah. Oh, know? yeah, for sure. I have uh, a story that my mother told me about the Star Wars movie. Right. Um, because she actually went to the theater as well to mm-hmm. the very first Star Wars movie. Okay. Um, I'm glad that
0: you didn't say she, that she's very old or anything No, like
1: that. I did not. My mom mom's okay. actually quite young. Okay. Um, yes. She walked out of the movie and yeah. demanded her money back. What? Yes. She went with a friend, her, yeah. her best friend, Gloria. They went to go see the movie, and after about 10 minutes in, she left with her friend it and they asked for their for money her. back. Wow. Was not, just not, she doesn't understand what people love about it. Right. So that was my, that was my introduction to Star Wars, growing because that's the story she told me. Right. So I didn't actually get into Star Wars until much later because- I was you know jaded. my yeah. my mother didn't like it. No, I, I wanted my money back. It yeah, was awful. So there's just it's just not for a lot of people. Well,
0: that's I think part of what makes this kind of unique for fans of all of this culture is that there was a clubhouse kind of vibe to it. It was mm-hmm. like like Batman is as big as he is in this world. He's like one I, I, th- I would argue the most famous pop culture character on earth right now partially because of the movies and Heath Ledger and everything else that's happened. But he was my Batman, you know? Like I grew up in – and, I, and I, I remember the 60s Batman from – I grew up in Mexico for a few – and he was like, that was my character. I love that thing. And I, I just felt – I feel like the world has taken that. And I think the world has taken Star Trek and the world has taken Star Wars. And and it's uh, – it, it is, but the other side of it is that it hasn't always been for everyone. right. But that audience has grown and grown and grown and grown, and now there is—it's almost like there are two mainstreams. There's the mainstream that likes and gives a shit about Paris Hilton and uh, and Kim Kardashian. On that one, by the way. And uh, you know that's a mainstream, but the other mainstream is the people that are lining up for Captain America this weekend.
1: Yeah, and I don't—I don't know how
0: much crossover there is. You know, I don't know how many. Kim Kardashian. I mean, there has to be a, a middle point for for all there of that. There must be
1: some blending. It's got to be some blending. Doesn't well, it feel maybe, like there's maybe two different people, things
0: happening. Up maybe there.
1: people might go to the movie, like if they're into that kind of reality TV stuff. Uh, they might go because maybe they think Chris Evans is good looking right. and they want to go see him do right. his thing. Right. Uh, I don't, but I don't know what else there is that would appeal to them. In a movie like that, right? Because if they're not, like, what what is stimulating about those reality TV shows? Whatever whatever that is, that stimulation doesn't apply to these movies. Yeah. And doesn't apply to this awesome content yeah. that we cover. Yeah. So I feel like those those worlds are just completely separate. And I hate seeing that world <laughs> get more and more attention. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't. I know it's mindless. I understand that, yeah, but.
0: I, I always feel weird when I see entertainment reporters at, uh. On red carpets for these Marvel movies?
1: Well, because I great. that talk
0: about what people are wearing.
1: They talk about people wearing and you they know? ask them about their personal lives. Yeah. Like who they're dating and like what who what why don't we talk about the actual craft that but, they just but together?
0: I think that's the that is also what's happening. The undercurrent here is that it has crossed over into mainstream acceptance and there is that that uh, that sort of casual dialogue, that surface level dialogue about the superficial yeah, Um, and it's, I mean, this, these are the biggest properties, you know, but it does blow me away that media around this stuff in the traditional sense. And that's the playing field that we are in with our TV shows. We're up against ET and access and all those other, other types of shows out there. They don't dive deeper into this. It's just no. like, look at the muscles on Chris Evans and well, look yeah, at the workout all, regimen that they had to do for it's 300. It's all surf stuff, but I
1: feel like yeah. that's exactly what uh, Anchorman 2, because we also reviewed the Blu-ray um, as well, but Anchorman 2 touched on really well. That was one of the smart things about the film is that it actually just took that, like, we're going to give Americans yeah. what they want not what they need in America and how Americans just want to be given this fluff. Right. Like let's just talk about kittens and car chases and something that's really easy, easy to digest. You don't have to think a lot about it. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like that's why they're getting the audience. that's the audience because you don't have to you're right. you don't have to think about it. It's one of those things you can put on TV yeah. and not even really listen. you can you can be in your device and you can be in whatever it is that you want to be doing outside of actually watching what you're watching. maybe yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I can't I'm not an expert on these things. I have watched The Bachelor. I'm I'm not gonna not say that I haven't because I totally have there's just something about it that I find hilarious. but uh other than that, I, I don't understand. I don't. I don't get it. It's
0: not for me either. Uh, it's not for me. But I, you know, I, like, what is interesting is that uh, these sort of geek bracketed things or these geek in quotation type things are massive. Yeah. They're huge. That the biggest properties that are that are being built yeah. out there. And I, ca- I wanted that for video games, but to, I, and I don't know if we're ever going to see that with games. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like. I, I look at the biggest selling stuff that's out there, and we talk about this. And the most played stuff, like I was on a plane on the way back from L.A. last week. Oh, yeah. And I walked down the aisle from the bathroom, and everybody had their smartphones. And there were games everywhere, but they were all match three Garbage games, and I just wanted to shake people and don't don't spend your time, don't spend the three hours you have on this flight playing this junk. There's lots of other great. Have you seen Lothrazar's?
1: Victor Lucas uh, turned into Liam say. Neeson yeah. on the airplane yeah. and just starts hunting people
0: out. Yeah. I want to save you on this nonstop flight. Play something better. But but on the same token, though, like imagine if games got that popular, the games that we know. Imagine if Infamous. Yeah. which is a very successful game. It's selling out everywhere. It's helping the, the sales of the PS4. Imagine if that was a red carpet, you know, like Access Hollywood shows up to cover the launch of Infinite, which I, I've wanted. That's why I created EP.
1: That would be That's, cool.
0: But imagine if they were there asking Troy Baker what K-T- he was game. wearing.
1: <laughs> right? Is that, is so that mainstream
0: win for the game business? Or, but
1: that's, but that's I, I think what a lot of maybe, maybe the game business needs that to get I mean, I've, more I, of an audience. I,
0: I've, I, I don't want that and those types of questions and that superficial coverage, but that's the fight that I've been having since the beginning of the show is that yeah. I, I want games and the, the, the cultural currency of games to be discussed mm-hmm. on the airwaves just as much as, as, you know, what Kim Kardashian is wearing. You know, like I want to be there. I want games to oh be there, you know, or at least as much as sports get mentioned and talked about. And that's what, that's what these shows are all about. That's why we make TV. That's why we put them out there, you know?
1: Yeah, sports. Right? I love sports. Yeah. Sports are so great. So is this though. So are video games. Right. And that's why I'm here doing exactly. what I'm doing. But uh, no, we did, I guess we can't fudge. We can't really talk about draft day, but no. can I just mention?
0: No, no draft day. Right. Embargo. Yeah, embargo. Yeah. Yes. Seriously? Thanks, Josh.
1: Thanks, Josh. Fine, whatever. I won't mention it then. I'll just sit here we can, silently. We can
0: talk about Afflicted. We haven't seen the movie, okay. but it was cool meeting the larger uh, really cool. Vancouver boys. And uh, they went, uh, you know, I'm a Vancouver boy. I went to, to Kitts High School here in Vancouver, and uh, they went to Hamburg, I think. They uh,
1: are, yeah, they are Vancouver through and through. Yeah. And they also have a lot of their Vancouver crew in their movie, which is so cool. They use a lot of archival footage that they just had growing up. Yeah. That they made because they were really into making movies. And, and they was, had
0: their mom and their Yeah, and
1: their mom was in, like, and then to have their premiere, and it's just, it's so nice. It's so nice for, to see really awesome guys like that yeah. put together and make something that they loved making and that they're really proud of and that it got picked up and that other people appreciate it. Yep. That's very cool. Their
0: first movie, they're, super cool, super funny, you know, they, and they're and, so charming too. Yeah. And I think grateful for the win of this and an understanding of how difficult it is and appreciative that, uh, it, it might not be easily replicated what they've been able to achieve here, but they're willing to, you know, uh, move on and and give the pursuit of their next dream a try you know yeah. which, which is cool so i i'm really anxious to see how afflicted does at the theaters this weekend and i i, I really want to well. hear from people too about what their thoughts are on captain america too, you know i think that this is uh it's a bold picture from marvel yeah and it's like okay we and their message too about being uh Make you know, you know, planning out till twenty twenty eight. I mean, this it's it, is, it really is. It's amazing. It's a comic book company. They were on the brink of bankruptcy. You could buy Marvel comics. You could buy all of this stuff in the nineties for uh, uh, less than a hundred million dollars. Like all of it, all of it. Spider Man. Well, Spider-Man, I have the whole that thing. in my
1: savings, so it's no problem at all. Yeah, but
0: I mean, think about it. Disney paid a few billion dollars for, it, but they could have been purchased back then. I don't That's know if all crazy. of this
1: That's crazy would have
0: been it would have happened though if somebody the wrong people bought it, you know. Right.
1: They okay. managed
0: to avoid the bankruptcy and change everything. That story is just incredible.
1: So you're okay with how everything went down?
0: Yeah, because and so, so far Disney is right? is uh, trusting what they purchased, and we'll see if that is true with, with uh, yeah the creative team behind you know the movies and the games and all that stuff. But
1: uh I, don't, I mean it, it seems okay so far, especially yeah. like. Obviously, they still have ILM in there, too, doing their thing, which is...
0: I'm not crazy about what's happened with Pixar, though.
1: Oh, okay. You want to talk about this?
0: Well, I mean, they were a company that seemed really hell-bent on originality. Mm -hmm. And then Disney acquired them. And it wasn't instantaneous, but it feels like they have shifted into a uh, a bit of a product marketing, uh, sequelized, you know, like... The wind is a little out of their sails, mm-hmm. you know? And you look at something like Despicable Me 2, which, which wasn't uh, anything to do. That was really solid. It was
1: good. And
0: what was the, uh, the Disney-produced really the Disney uh, produced animated thing that we just saw not too long ago? What the hell was that? I... Nuts? Well, there was the... Uh, no, there was the...
1: Uh, Did you go with Jones?
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't even think Jones. of it right
1: now. we're missing you.
0: Yeah, we're missing him. Well, they had the, uh, the video game one. Wreck-it Ralph, and oh then, right, and oh Frozen and uh, Frozen and um, Tangled, you know. Oh, the,
1: Tangled is fantastic. I have yet to see Frozen, actually. Yeah, but and Tangled the, and is and, fantastic.
0: Like, yes, they're based on tried and true, tying into old classic, uh, you know, fairy tales and yeah, stuff like yeah. that, and re, you know, putting song and musical kind of numbers into all that stuff. Yeah. But they are becoming. I mean, Frozen now is the biggest animated film of all time.
1: I know, and I still haven't seen it. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm concerned that uh, when I do watch it, because I know that I'm going to, I'm just going to be singing every single mm-hmm. song constantly. It's never going to stop. Because with Tangled, I actually downloaded a few of the songs from the movie because I love them so much. And they're just like, my, I will sing whatever from Tangled just because yeah. Mandy Moore does such a great job. Yeah. And she totally embodies that role. Yep. And her voice is fantastic. And I just I feel like maybe... I want to be her too. Just, I, I love that. That's how I know. That's how I know it's a good movie when the the female character um, makes me believe that that I could be that character too. So the same thing happened with Black Widow. Yeah. Um, in Captain America, where I just I walked away from the movie feeling like I could, I could do that. That was awesome. Yeah, she I, kicks I so there.
0: much ass, Scarlet Johansson, and the. Uh, the role they crafted for her, yeah. fantastic. And sh- uh, there's a, there's another female uh, character that's kind of introduced that we know we're going to see some more of. Maria Hill is back in this movie, and she does some ass-kicking too.
1: Well, uh, and Colby Smulders? Yeah, that's,
0: she's Maria Hill. It's yeah, so it's, we can, okay. It's really solid. Have you tried, uh, totally different topic, have you tried Ground Zeroes yet? Did you play Metal Gear Solid Five, Ground Zeroes? No, no. because
1: I saw uh, Ben and Jose's review. Yeah. And I just felt like they've got it covered, then I won't go near it. Yeah. It's, just, it's just two chapters.
0: Yeah, you can re- replay the sequence over and over again. So there's actually quite a bit of content you uncover, but you're going to go back to the same area, and you're going to be doing a lot of the same things.
1: And there's no boss side. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> but that's what Medicare I pl- is about. I,
0: I, I mean, I, I love those guys. This game is so beautiful and gorgeous and it does make you want more for sure. But I cannot believe that this is a finished on the shelf. That's
1: not okay. It
0: is not okay. No, You know, and I, I started to think about it. It's like, and you're, you know, your argument about Titanfall missing a single player campaign. If you put metal gear, solid five ground zeros and Titanfall together and spent that $110 or whatever to get, to get those two games, they still would not equal a comparable action shooter type game from five years ago in terms of value. Mm. And I, it, it's There's really... There's
1: going to some Titanfall fans that aren't going to like that. Well,
0: it's really kind of not cool that this is, mm. this is starting to be the way that business has to be right now. Like, I don't think the answer to the threat of things like the Amazon console, which I I want to talk to you about a little bit too, but and and iPhone gaming and, and lower cost indie stuff on all of these different, I don't think the answer is, well, the, the expensive stuff to develop, let's jack those prices (laughs) and make it even more expensive. (laughs) I don't think that's the right approach because we want more of these groundbreaking innovative you know show us what this technology can do type of experience but we won't be able to afford it if it if you know you get two two hours of content for 30 bucks or 40 bucks that's crazy yeah
1: i don't know i just don't know with uh ground zeros and with the next uh metal gear game i i don't know um how they're going to pull in a new audience because and that's the big thing. Well, like multi-console to... this time. No, I I understand that, yeah. but the story itself is so complex. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's very complex. It's so <laughs>
1: complex. Like I, I really tried to break it down, mm-hmm. and I still like it's still yeah. it's way it's way over my head. Like there's just there's so much happening. With why why are there so many different snakes?
0: We I I wrote the twenty year history thing for oh uh, for the Metal Gear Four making of that we did, and I can't remember any of it because it was I mean it's. I can't believe I was like five, six years ago now. I can't believe how fast time just flies, but it, that was complex to write all of that out. And it's since gotten doubly complex since then because Peace Walker has come out and there's all these yeah. sort of side parts to this whole story. It's a lot you know.
1: That's what I mean. So, uh, just going back to what you're saying, I just don't know, like the are value, the value. In new people, like, are right they gonna? Now. How are they going to? So maybe they need to jack things up. They need to bring out this ground zero because they know that fans of Metal Gear are going to purchase it because. They want it. They need it. They yeah. love Metal Gear. Like I know a lot of Metal Gear fans, so of course they're gonna buy it. So they need to just make as much money as possible, which is you, really play, sad.
0: Playing the game is awesome, though. It felt <laughs> so cool to run around. The mobility of Snake and and uh, his you know the weapons and stuff that he has. Mm-hmm. It's it's nerve wracking when you get discovered and then the base you know erupts into you know danger. I, I was like, oh my god, I was on the edge of my seat, and then it's over. And you know, yeah, you save. I won't say it, but you, okay. you you know you save the character and and you get out you you but do exfiltrate you, do and you then you need get
1: that experience for the next game. Do I hope
0: that there is something tied, and I'm sure they've they've talked a little bit about this. I haven't, I don't know every, every intricate detail here, but I I hope that anybody that did purchase this and showed their allegiance to Kojima uh, is getting rewarded when they finally get the Phantom Pain. But this is, I mean, the the thing that this does do is that it does show. That it, this is another next gen, awesome experience with Metal Gear. I love four, and I'm really excited for five. So uh, I yeah, they, I they feel like this should have been good, a demo.
1: Yes, it's a very complex, very interesting world that was built. Yeah, and I do respect that. Um, but I can't. I had to unfollow Kojima from Twitter. Yeah, he the had food? to be No, the other thing.
0: Oh, the uh, bikinis. Oh man. Yeah, it was wanted, so excessive. He wanted that, sexy that was time. Yeah.
1: That why. Why? I know. I couldn't. I there was just one too many, and I had to click the unfollow. I'm sure he didn't notice. He has plenty of followers, but I needed to. Yeah. I just couldn't. That was my. That was my last. Well, he wanted
0: again. it to be a sensual experience for players oh. as well. I know. Is that what it there, was? There, just showing there's, the
1: ladies that he was taking pictures of in bikinis. It was just, come on.
0: There's, there has to be some evolution in all of this stuff yes. in the game biz. Absolutely. Let us
1: mature a little bit more. I know we yeah. always get back to this because Marissa likes to talk about no, it. No, listen. This
0: is, but, uh, th- this is, this is pertinent, and it has to evolve. It has to change. We need more people playing, and we we need less people playing the shit titles out there, and we need more people playing the games that cost a lot of money and yeah. are rich with value and rich with game experience and have beautiful visuals and you know a full team of incredibly talented craftsmen and yeah. craftspeople have been able to build but if it all boils down to uh, shelf boobs and bikini shelf armor boobs. You know, that's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be ridiculous. Shelf
1: boobs. I don't like I really don't mind boobs. Women have boobs. Who does? That, yeah, that's boobs cool. Are great. Boobs are great. Uh, but I don't need to I mean, if you're going into battle, how shouldn't you protect yourself? Yeah. Shouldn't there be some kind of armor yes. in this area? Right. Not just there were some IOS games that Sean and I were playing that were just Literally, just like armor nipple covers. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what it was. That's You're not, that is not going to protect you. That is not real. It's not real to me. So, that's but that's why I love Black Widow so much um, because she is so sexy. She's so sexy. I know it's obviously Scarlet Joe's body as well. That's an incredibly sexy body, but she's completely covered up and ready for action.
0: The thing that makes her so sexy is that she is fully capable of taking care of herself. She does not need to be rescued. She does not need uh, somebody to kind of show her how to do stuff or get out of stuff. Right. And she doesn't have superpowers. She doesn't have the super serum injected into her. She can't fly. She just uses the tools that she has and her wits and her uh, experience Mm -hmm. to get out of all kinds of incredible situations. And this movie really highlights that and really underlines that there should be a Black Widow film, you know? Absolutely. And honestly, she should not, I mean, it's great that she's working with Luke Besson. They, they just did the uh, the trailer release for Lucy, which is going to come out this summer, which looks cool, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like she wants to do this stuff. She wants to get it, like she's training and bulking up for this role. Yeah. Marvel should go further with this, I'm you know? I'm
1: surprised that that hasn't been announced. I'm,
0: I'm sure that, that, you know, after the success of this movie, I, they or won't she's let that happen. Have her own.
1: Yeah, yeah. But then, what would she? Do you think she would be with Hawkeye more than?
0: Well, she can go in any direction, you know. Maybe, okay. maybe it's just her on a solo mission. You know, like they that could would do. Cool. A, I mean, maybe they they could do like a Netflix special type thing where they give her an hour on a solo mission in in uh, Russia or something. I don't know. They could do all kinds of cool things. So
1: with- many possibilities yes. with Black Widow, and yeah. I and I do I do like. Scarlett Johansson in this role yep. I really do yep. and I I mean she constantly impresses me and I y- I was concerned though just looking at the previews because they like there were just little clips yeah here or there where it, where it seemed like they're not going to give her a lot this is not going to be good I'm going to be disappointed and they did
0: yeah talk about navigating the pitfalls of all of the Lindsay Lohan because oh, she was God. in that space right she was totally in she could have ended up with all of these you know Hollywood crash and burn (laughs) victims that, that, that they look like to me. But she, you know, and she could have just been the pretty face, the bombshell. But no, man, she really is a phenomenal actor. That's game to do whatever she wants to do, but and she's killing it.
1: was not accepted into acting school. Oh, really? Yeah. That's Which is hilarious. crazy. She was denied from, yeah, I, that's the story that I heard, but don't so hear. It's just gossip. It's celebrity gossip.
0: So what do you think of this Amazon Fire console thing?
1: I mean, it's exciting. Yeah. I I'm feel really bad for the Uya. I feel really bad for the,
0: ouya. I yeah. Really bad for the ouya. yeah.
1: Like, what? I, it's just, it's in the dust now, and there's nothing that can be done about it. So, <laughs> Aww. Aww. I
0: hardly ever, I, I can't even remember the last time I used that thing.
1: Right, so you must be excited about this thing then.
0: Well, uh, I mean, I feel like we have too many choices, Yeah. you know, and I, I just kind of thought about it today is like, is the future of gaming going to be consoles that are multi-OS and multi-store mm-hmm. so that you can have a console crafted by X manufacturer mm-hmm. that would allow you to get into the Android store, maybe the Sony store, maybe the Nintendo store. I, is that what we're... Because if you look at... or And Steam... Because if mm-hmm. you look at Blu-ray manufacturers, which you know is mainstream in terms of being able to play a unified movie system out there, they're, they're not separate stores. They're not separate sort of commerce things for the software. They've all come up with a universal standard. And it feels like, especially as we move more and more into the digital space with the delivery of this stuff, that you could easily have all of these different stores working in concert on X game system. Right. You know, like Amazon could build its own uh, delivery mechanism for more robust type games. And then also you could play uh, Android games. Titles on this thing as well because it's Android architecture. Right. Um, and Sony could do the same thing. They could say, okay, well, we're going to let Android gamers play on our PS4s and Vitas and stuff like that. And, and I, I, I don't know if that is what games are going to evolve into. It's not, I don't like, because it I, feels like there's all these competing.
1: Yeah. Like I, play I games over know. here. No, no,
0: play them over well, here. No, play like them over here. For
1: people that uh, have never had a system before.
0: Who is that?
1: A lot of people. A lot of people don't have video games. Yes, we know a lot of people that play video games. Of course, we interact with them every day. Our day is filled with those types of people. But there are tons of people that don't. They have no idea. Right. But they have an iPhone and they have an an Android device that they play games on that maybe... This will usher them into playing games on their TV now because they love it so much. Maybe they're just going to play a lot of match three yes. on their TV. Instead of, these, they're all the airplane people that you were walking past yeah. that you wanted to punch in the face. Well,
0: I mean, they're taking it more seriously. The, the hardware is pretty robust. It's much more, yeah. much beefier than the Ouya. So maybe
1: this will be a bridge.
0: And it's 100 bucks, and the controller's 40 bucks. It's not in, in uh, Canada yet, but it will be right. soon, I'm sure. I, I I'm intrigued, and I definitely want to see Apple's response to this because you know that they're going to have one, and there's definitely going to be a Google response to this. Yeah, I think Uya is. I think we is uh, <laughs> I think going to be in trouble. I think I wouldn't be surprised. Well, they're in trouble. Is, yeah.
1: Do you know if Soul Fjord is going to be coming well, to a console then? Because they
0: I, I, we reviewed that it was oh, disappointing. It was, oh, it's it a free really to play.
1: Okay. I just I was excited because it was Kim Swift, and then
0: no, I think they've oh, all moved exactly. on. You know, Amazon oh. has hired Clint Hawking. Okay. And um uh Kelly Santiago. And so that's that's AAA and Indy in addition to C- Kelly Santiago. I think I'm getting all of this information right. Clint Hawking I know for sure and he he was at Valve and he was on uh at LucasArts as the creative director bef- before all of the uh, the purchase from Disney and he was uh I, you know, famously at Ubisoft for a long time, he worked on Far Cry Two. He's a brilliant guy, absolutely fantastic game maker. Um, so that's a big statement from uh, you know Amazon on game development. And Kelly worked at uh, that game company and worked on um, Flower and uh, Journey and lots of other cool things. Good so games. big statement games. in the in the indie space, and then mm-hmm. of course the Double Helix purchase. So it, they're not they're not just. Sloughing it. They're trying to take it seriously and they I mean they and they have this other sort of uh, you know huge army of con- of consumers out there and customers out there that they can uh, you know activate on, yeah, you know. Yeah. Right. So we I yeah, this could be uh, a disruptive force for I personally
1: sure. have no more room on I, my console table right, for anything else. Right. That is enough. I'm good. And yeah. right now I am like I don't have enough HDMI ports. Like yeah. I need I, I have to upgrade everything to cater to all of these devices. Well,
0: what's interesting is that there are more consoles available right now than there are great games to play on either the PlayStation 4 or Xbox One.
1: That is a fact.
0: Right? That is a
1: fact. <laughs> and that is a <laughs> shame. And
0: I, and I don't mean that in terms of the indie. Like, if you look at, mostly on the PS4, if you look at all of the little indie slivers, that because they, they've been very, very active. I think they realize that... There aren't enough developers out there to make all the AAA type of experiences, but mm-hmm. PS4 has been going out and grabbing Mercenary Kings and Outlast and Warframe. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is quite a bit of content to boot your machine up with Gun and get value out of that console right away. Um, but they're not the traditional like oh my god look at this yeah. n- new pow- horsepower that I have with this machine to right. play you know well I, you to think of the
1: risk that these um, game makers are taking putting their game on a device or on a machine that's going to be brand new that only a certain amount of people are going to buy right they're they're losing a bunch of audience they could possibly have for this game that's amazing like uh, how many more people would have played infamous
0: to right? a year from now right yeah I know but they gotta sell the systems and it's I working. Know. People I are know. buying the PS4 like crazy. P- I That's mean good.
1: That's good. It
0: is good because the, uh, it shows that the want is there, the desire is there. And yeah. these you know, frankly, I mean you can get those types of games on the PC for sure, but you're mm-hmm. even at five hundred bucks or six hundred bucks, you're still talking about a pretty hefty investment and the consoles you at five hundred bucks. Yeah. But the consoles at five hundred bucks, you know. For all the things that they do these days, not that bad as long as the games keep coming.
1: That's true, but right? if you have these big uh like I love my Xbox One, and that is now because I've I've found a reason to go back to it because of the free stuff that's on there with my gold subscription. With fit. Right. Yeah. I had not I left that after our review. Sean right. and I reviewed it and we loved it. Yeah. And now I'm going back to it just thinking, "Okay, you know what? I've I've got to do up my pants now." Yeah, like, I've been just newsflash everyone, I've been walking around Vancouver with one button in my pants. I'm done <laughs> because I can't do them up all the way. So, I and I just refuse to buy pants that fit me obviously. So, I need it's to, a very personal
0: podcast yeah. we, we reveal all here. In case here. you needed
1: to know. Well, uh, so I decided that I should, okay, fine, I got to work on my fitness. Oh, yes, I have X- box fitness i would right. do that because i had a lot of fun with it yeah and so i've just re i've i've turned it on again it's it's been awakened and and now i'm gonna keep that
0: well phil spencer wants you to know who is oh. now that the top dog that uh-huh. they're a games focused company they're going to be having a lot of announcements at e3 which is what we all want and need
1: i'm excited for that
0: uh, but they're shifting over, and I think that was a good move. I think that Phil Spencer being the guy at Xbox, he's a good guy, and he's passionate about the company. He's passionate about the brand. He, he's passionate about developers. Um, outwardly, mm. you know, we don't deal with them. We don't make games, but nope. uh, hopefully developers are happy with that decision, and there's there's going to be lots of good software to come out for this. And right? they say that E3 is going to be massive. This, I mean, I, I'm saying this, and I will say this every week until E3, <laughs> Uh, and I just got invited to some stuff that I, you know, I'm going to start You're to see a lot of that stuff in early May, so I can't wait for that. But yeah. uh, this is a huge E3 for this business, yeah. for the traditional business that we know and love, and and um, these shows were kind of founded on, so it's I, really important. I
1: feel like every E3 is still, like, it has that weight because... It it really tells us what our future is going to be. Well, not every
0: E3 had an Amazon console launch oh, before that's it, true. you know. And if Apple, because they've got their hardware, their Worldwide Developer Conference at the, in exact the beginning same of time, June, which
1: is what? Come on.
0: Yeah. Well, I think they're gonna announce something. I really do.
1: We can't play two pieces at once. No, I know. I
0: know. I know. Well, and the other news that's happened this week is Adam Sessler has left uh, video coverage of uh, the medium. He, had, he quit re- revision three. He decided that he's been doing it for 16 years. I haven't talked to him. I just sent him a tweet. But uh, I, I, uh, I
1: really I, I really need to know the gossip behind this. It mm-hmm. is it is eating me up inside. Adam Sessler, can you I just I need to know.
0: Well, I think what's happening is that everybody—I mean, this—this this is what we've been talking about. It's just this great sea change that's happening in this industry, and there's all of these—you uh, know—YouTube uh, creators out there. There's lots of people that are finding their way in to talk about uh, games, m- m- you know, content in lots of different ways. Right. And but
1: is that is that it's because the it's oversaturated and he's he's had enough, I think that's or- part of it? But, but he but he has a voice. He's been doing this for a long time. Like you said, sixteen years. People respect what he has to say. I respect what he has to say about this industry. Yeah. He's been he he gets it. He gets it. He understands it. He knows what's good, he knows what isn't good and I I, I respected him for a long time. Well
0: maybe he I mean, he, he's he got his own presence and his own ability to craft his own Whatever. identity. He maybe count- he doesn't need the, uh, the, the association with Revision 3. Maybe he's taking okay. a break for a while and he'll come back with... This
1: is all speculation. It's all con-
0: conjecture. You know, or maybe just- what we'll do is we'll have him back on the podcast or we'll, have, we'll talk <gasps> about cool. something and uh, uh, we'll find out. You know, I'm sure he, there'll be some announcements. He's taking a break right now, but it's... Uh,
1: because he was the one thing that I actually enjoyed about X-Play.
0: Well, and and it's, it's kind of surreal for me, you know, like he's, he's been around in the television sphere and the on camera sphere Mm -hmm. for almost as long as us. And I've seen him do this thing forever. And, you know, honestly, and then uh, Keely is the, Jeff Keely is the other one that has been around for a long, long time. But I felt like by this point, you know, there would be lots of shows like ours and there would be, and I guess there are. But they're on YouTube and they're done by one or two people, and you know, and they're reaching people, and and yeah, that's yeah. all very cool. But I feel like, you know, we're there aren't that many things like us, you oh, know, no, not that, at all. that started in the television space and are are communicating with lots of people that way, and are trying to like we're trying to navigate through. Uh, the online world but right the now with
1: online our, yeah you're watching us online right yeah, now if yeah. you're watching so you know we're still tapping into that we have to it's change josh do you have something is I that am, what you're uh, no, no, sorry. Oh, okay so I, I, I feel like questions
0: if you guys want oh okay, yeah. yeah sure
1: yeah okay, about e3 uh, okay ryan asked again, this is
0: where we need josh cam <laughs> this is ryan uh the same guy yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, he said who will win e3 sony microsoft nintendo or if Steam? scott jones were here
1: he would oh. hate that question oh. Because Steambox, yeah. Uh, Oh, sorry. He's asking who will win E3.
0: It's Sony's to lose.
1: It is Sony's to lose. And
0: I think everybody, like, we really don't know what Sony has got up their sleeve at all. Like, we know about The Order. We know that an Uncharted game has been announced. Uh, I would, uh, I think that there will be some other first-party titles that will be pretty big. Mm -hmm. Um, But we... uh, it's Sony's to lose, you know, and uh, I, I see that happen from time to time where that momentum is just like completely, it just goes, and somebody else just picks up the, the, the ball and runs with it, you know? So maybe, I mean, the Xbox is, they're not selling as well as the PlayStation 4. Yes,
1: they're going to come out with the big guns, Hopefully. Hopefully. There, and I then, mean, the I mean, Nintendo has good. and
0: Nintendo has got to say something. I mean, this is the thing, right? But like,
1: it is, is Nintendo going to do the same thing they've, they've been doing and they're not going to have the big press conference?
0: I mean, there are all the rumors about Iwata being in trouble and all that stuff if, you know, shareholders aren't happy.
1: I don't know. Oh, it, it starts at it starts the press conference. It, starts, it all starts there.
0: I, well, I'm going to predict that Xbox is going to be, they're going to shake things up. I'm going to predict that they're going to spend at all. Like money will not be the thing that stops them from making them this will be it this will be they'll they'll line up their cannons and they'll say we need people to buy this machine and buy these games yeah you know sony should do that right you know and they will have some good stories to tell but they probably feel like the momentum is good and people want it it's naturally it's organically (laughs) happening and you know our titles are kind of working I mean Nintendo should do the biggest noises and the biggest storytelling about what the, what their future is all I don't about know. but I don't I,
1: I don't know if Nintendo will do that Nintendo disappointed <sighs> their, their booth is fantastic at E3 it's it's a beautiful booth Yeah. it's just so they spent the money there for sure it's just that there's no there's no big arm waving there's no, there's none of that yeah. and I and I like that with St- the press conference Steam
0: kind of wins in the gaming you, you know money space because yeah. most of what they they win on is that there's no license fee to publish to the platform. Mm -hmm. They're very sort of publisher and developer friendly in terms of sharing revenue on, and they get all of like whatever third party software is built for any of the consoles, they usually get a version of that. So their library is enormous and they don't have the R and D and the expenditures of, and the publishing costs and the, and the physical, you know, manufacturing costs of the Mm -hmm. other guys. So, Mm -hmm. you know, in terms of revenue, I think they're killing it, you know. Yeah. Like they're, they're sitting back, owning that space, you know.
1: Is that well? Do you have a particular Steambox that you're eyeing, or are you just? I think it's still
0: just... PCs this year. Yeah, I think, I think it's, so too. I think you get a Windows PC still this year, and then let let the first round of Steamboxers go out there, and and the and the early adopters kind of filter a lot of the technology out and then i think in the next few years we're going to start to see some good ones because
1: there's so many of them i know there's so many Uh, of them i know they all look so different they seem to all do different things i I I would
0: be shocked if microsoft said we i would be shocked if microsoft let sony make as much noise as they did last year Mm -hmm. again this year without having something really because they did have a solid e3 last year but i think sony really wowed everybody with the pricing and and uh uh the amount of titles that they had but yeah, yeah I, I i would predict right now that xbox is going to shock us okay okay oh, all okay, right sure. we got about 10 minutes left you all got right. another question for us uh
1: yeah we had one on twitter i Grab it for us it's, okay it's about um marvel we'll go back to that yeah uh, sure agent gray at uh, agent gray asked uh what uh, what's each of your favorite marvel film franchises now as of today oh as of today mm. each of our favorite marvel film franchises as of today
0: i think uh, i still like the iron man character better than cap i mean i love cap he's he's romantically i feel the i love that era and i yes. love what he stands for but i love i love the the weaponry and the, the high tech and the and the Robert Downey Jr. ness of yeah, Iron, Man. Totally Iron Man. Yeah,
1: he is totally Iron Man. he is so Iron Man. Uh, I I agree with you with Iron Man because of um, how he pulled me and how Robert Downey Jr. just totally embodied Iron Man completely. Yeah. But I I don't know. I have to say, Captain America really. It's a
0: better standalone movie than any of the Iron Man movies. Really pulled yeah. me in there, yeah. and
1: I I mean there okay there were some moments. Where That.
0: He does have a lot of makeup on he him because he has to be perfect, right? I mean, <laughs> only people that work in TV and look at like the pores of people's faces would even notice it, but, but he the,
1: does. no, yeah. the mascara th- for guys, the mascara <laughs> thing. I know he has very, he's very fair, so they have to, you know, open his eyes with some mascara. But I couldn't. Uh, that was that was definitely the one thing that I. Oh, Chris Evans, you're a very handsome man, but. Mm. It's the I, I mean,
0: at. I'm also a huge fan of the X-Men movies, and I can't wait for uh, yeah. Singer's you know, return. I, I'm really excited about this one. I think that Days of Future Past is going to rock.
1: When can we see Gambit have his own? Next one.
0: They're coming. Ga- All that Gambit. stuff's coming. Okay, Gambit, because sure. I,
1: I really like Gambit. I yeah. really like Gambit. Okay. He's, uh, he needs a.
0: Do you want Channing Tatum to be Gan- no, Gambit? No,
1: I don't. I want uh, to Taylor say, Kitsch. I want Taylor Kitsch to be Gambit. Okay. I feel like he had something going there, and his last couple of movies did not do as well no. as they should have done. And he, I think, is a very good actor. Okay. So uh, I I want him to be Gambit. Team and we'll Kitsch. Just if I swear to God, if Dazzler makes an appearance in any of these freaking movies, I will. <laughs> you lose know
0: it. that you know. The more money that they make with these things, they're gonna put everybody. <laughs> I will you lose it. Know. You got another question for us?
1: Uh, <laughs> I have. I had one on. Uh,
0: I had one. Oh, you've got but one
1: too? That somebody sent me, but it, it was something to do with baseball. All right. Oh, okay. Well, they asked if you're going to be going to a baseball game. A <laughs> uh, Canadian well, one, yeah. Oh, let's see the Canadians play. Um, yeah, obviously I will. I'm actually going to uh, my first um, Whitecaps game.
0: Awesome. And that's
1: going to be fun for me. Uh, so that's going to be my first, my first Vancouver event, uh, fa- Vancouver sporting event. But... Uh, I, I'm going to miss, because the Blue Jays' home opener mm-hmm. is tonight, mm-hmm. and I would normally have, you
0: I would actually, have been there, well,
1: right? I, I actually try to stay away from uh, the home opener, only because uh, for me personally, I feel like there are not a lot of, of baseball fans at the home opener, it's just a big party that everyone goes to, oh, because it's right, a big yeah. opening event, Right, um, that's just Toronto, that's just how it works. Um so there's not a, there's just a lot of of, of loud people. I, I that heard Marissa it. on
0: the phone today talking about her fantasy baseball thing. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I
1: know. I had to. I
0: need a pitcher. I need a. I need a fielder. <laughs> They've got five. What, what about Ryu? What about Ryu? I was like, what? And she's n- listing I, off all these names. It's yeah. impressive. She knows her shit. I have well, no idea what you're talking about, yeah. but it, it's very cool.
1: Uh, oh yeah, because I'm I'm so excited about uh, my fantasy league this year. I'm I love the show, the league. Yeah, which is not about baseball but it's about football uh but i love the show it's really funny and the character that plays jenny i totally i feel a connection with her so i definitely named my team the jennies the and uh so i'm i'm loving that but i'm also loving mlb tv i subscribed to it for the first time this year and it, i had never had a reason to do it before this because i would always watch the games in toronto when they were on at the time they were on but yep. now because the really i have to start watching baseball here when i'm still at work and that's not that can't happen like right now i should be watching a baseball game right like, now
0: we're actually streaming right, live but, so working. i can't do that i'm yeah. working
1: um uh, you but, should
0: send marissa all kinds of baseball questions though
1: yeah, well, and, I mean, if let's you, build up to you
0: having your own <laughs> baseball podcast up. i'd be totally i cool mean
1: with that. Yeah, sure if you want to we can definitely do that we yeah. can talk uh, just
0: i won't be in it because i know,
1: baseball stuff i know
0: nothing about but, that
1: uh the whole subscription thing is cool because it actually uh, I have the MLB at Bat app, yep. and it all ties together. And the actual service comes that comes with the app, because the app itself to subscribe to it is like sixteen bucks or seventeen bucks. So the fact that I can watch every single game yeah. if I want to I can watch four games at once if I want to I can watch crazy uh, yeah just any anything I, I'm i really in love with the service right now
0: so we'll be playing MLB 14
1: we will be the yeah. show
0: this weekend uh, I'm going we to be playing the- a little uh, Elder Scrolls Online I'm excited to jump into that oh anything shoot else?
1: that's right I need to play that Batman
0: too. Uh, Blackgate on the console uh, and
1: then next little week little Mercenary
0: Kings what are you going to be playing
1: uh, well I'm definitely going to be doing MLB 14 because we have the beta version and the PS3 version because I want you to cross play Yep. Uh, action them. and um uh, we'll see because i have elder scrolls online that I need to play as well so i'm probably going to get a little pc action in too mm-hmm. um the wolf among us episode three oh, is coming yeah. next week so uh i want to get as much out of the way because the second that comes out i'm not that is it
0: i'm starting to see a little percolation happening on the uh, ios store there's some good good What's titles happening? out there there's some there's some interesting things i
1: haven't you know what i have not i know we have played in a while uh, but there I is some threes i really enjoy threes well
0: there's some cool new action adventure titles that are uh, i'm starting to hear about that does and not FTL, interest me just on the, uh, ftl just hit the ftl just hit the the app store he,
1: he i'm gonna excited i'm gonna
0: tell you about uh, ftl it's an amazing He's, game okay any other questions well, no well, that's we, it for right now
1: Or we we have five okay well, we just, I also want to say, like, look, we. I miss Jones.
0: Oh, and Scott, yes.
1: I miss Jones we a lot. We can't
0: really talk about what's going on other Because people
1: are going to ask, and they've been asking. But so. he's getting
0: better, and we saw him, and we were laughing with him the other day. and Yes, and, because uh,
1: obviously he's still hilarious.
0: And he, he, the only thing that he said is, um, makes some kind of uh, short, mysterious, and weird- uh, uh, kind of statement, yep. like his penis, like
1: his penis. Yeah, yep.
0: that's all he that's said. That's how he uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> said goodbye to us. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> that's that's all we <laughs> have to say about Scott. Um, <laughs> but he, he he will be back as soon as he can be back. I know. That's right. That's all we, we can just, say. Uh, yeah, we missed. Do, do you want to say Stitcher? Stitcher. Stitcher. Thanks for watching. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend, and uh, please tell two friends about Vic's Basement. <laughs>